everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox Meeting of Adult Children of Alcoholics in Cowboy Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting to attend, go to adultchildren.org and click on Meetings. This week we're hearing from AC, who spoke about reconnecting with their inner child. Please enjoy. Um. Just a, a one minute. I'm also keeping my time. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm AC, an adult child. And I'm going to be reading a, a little bit from Chapter 8, Tools and Techniques for Connecting with Our Inner Child and talking about the tool of reconnecting with our inner child or true self. In ACA, we seek a full remembrance or the most complete remembrance we can obtained from growing up, from our growing up years. Our memory holds the key to living in the present with a full range of feelings, hope, and spirituality. First, we must be willing. With willingness, we can overcome self-doubt or the sense that we are not making any progress. We apply the tools of recovery and make progress at our own pace. We remain free of stagnation by avoiding unwillingness or inaction. Tools for connecting with the inner child can be counseling, journaling, and guided meditation in addition to attending ACA meetings. Childhood pictures are a great tool to connect with the child that still dwells within us. We can listen to music or dance as part of connecting with the inner child or true self, moving our bodies to music or without music, can stir memories and feelings. Listening to various forms of music can help us tap into memories and feelings as well. These activities tend to access areas of our subconscious that we have not visited for many years. Feelings and memories will emerge if we are consistent with these methods. For many of us, we learn to tune out our true feelings because it was too painful to admit we were neglected, abused, or mistreated in various ways. We locked away events of our lives. As adults, we learn to free ourselves. We give ourselves permission to feel and be truly alive. Um, and that last part ended on page 306. Um, and so verbally for uh, people listening on the recording, but for the people in person, I wanted to pass around some childhood pictures. There's, they're all the same, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna just pass, take one, and then they'll distribute around the room. Um, so, inner child and true self. Um, a little bit on me. Again, my name is AC. Um, my father, uh, my, both of my parents are still alive. My father was in active addiction um, to opioids uh, when I was a kind of middle schooler, 
into high school. Uh, he no longer uses, um, but he is not in any kind of program. And I thought I was coming to ACA to, to unpack kind of my feelings and experiences with him. But through this program, um, which is, you know, for dysfunctional families as well, I've come to understand that I'm also working through my experiences with my mother, um, who I've learned uh, her father, my, my grandfather was passed, was an alcoholic. She obviously married my father, and she herself um, I would characterize as, as codependent and um, ultra-religious and Catholic. Um, and when I think about the inner child or true self and reconnecting with them, um, that is something that is so difficult because, um, because of many of the identities I hold. So I, I'm thinking of this, um, this tool, reconnecting with the true self through um, a couple of lenses, specifically um, my race and ethnicity as an Asian person and, and Filipino person, as well as um, a first generation American. So my parents are immigrants from the Philippines. And then also um, my gender as a transgender non-binary person. Um, I use they, them pronouns. And to think about the true self has been a mystery for so long because I've felt like so many different selves, um, false selves, um, feeling caught between uh, the gender binary and, and thinking that I was female, but that never feeling quite right of being American, um, but not being white, um, of being Filipino, but never being taught um, my native language from my parents. And then all wrapped up in that is the ultra-religious Catholicism of my mother that I, I mentioned. Um, I think that there's a version of when I go through the steps again where I focus on the parent as Catholicism at large um, because I've spent my time in ACA. I can't decouple it from the ways that my mother brought me up as Roman Catholic, the fact that the Philippines um, has a national religion, which is Catholicism, um, and, and the ways that Catholicism was brought to the Philippines via Spain um, through imperialism, right? And also bringing Western ideas of the gender binary and, and what it means to be a man or a woman. Um, so, so growing up through all of that, um, my mother was very strict with me. Uh, she, she really found value in school. I, um, straight A student throughout high school. Um, some of the memories I'm recovering in ACA are, you know, studying with my mom in middle school. And if I didn't get my answer right, I would, you know, be yelled at. Um, I would be praised if I got an A on a test coming back. Um, and and the, the memories continue to come back to me. But I think 
one of the, the, the biggest things that, that happened, I, you know, I went through Catholic school until I was 18, and then I went to a liberal arts college um, where I met many different kinds of people, where I came out as queer, where I had my first romantic relationship. And instead of focusing on those details, basically, I thought that I was escaping this home that was very conservative and strict and sheltered and going to college, I would be a whole new me. But what I've learned looking back is that I replicated the dysfunction of being a people pleaser, being overly responsible. Um, I'm the oldest of three. My sister is um, 10 years younger than me. So I think, you know, hit age 11, I kind of became a second parent. Um, and, and thinking that I only had value through work product, through good grades, through my accomplishments, um, which I could talk longer than 15 minutes about kind of this idea of doing well in whatever thing it was would impress my parents and have them love me. Um, and so I'm gonna fast forward and, and in college I said I replicated this, this dysfunction. Um, and in this breakup that I have spent, you know, a decade unpacking, I realized how much of, of that dysfunction of the people pleasing, of my false self, of wanting to impress this person and do things to make them love me. Um, and even though I was out and, and queer and, and I was still not myself. And I, I looked to this person and I thought, they're so much cooler than me. They have all of these interests. I kind of stepped in their shadow. Um, and and I, I didn't feel I, I didn't feel like I was enough. I felt behind. I felt like I gained value because of my relationship with them. Um, and so when that disintegrated, um, and I, that's kind of when my experiences of therapy and kind of holistic uh, approaches to my mental health started, um, I realized I just wanted people to love me and I thought that I had to do things and be a certain way for that to be true. Um, which again was really confusing because I didn't feel like a woman. I didn't feel like my white American peers. I didn't feel like um, my Asian peers who spoke Filipino. And I felt crazy because I didn't know who I was. So fast forward to ACA, um, which I found at the beginning of this year. Um, I'll just speak and say I feel uh, a lot of imposter syndrome and insecure to speak to a room of people and be on a podcast with only nine months in. But ACA has put into words so much of what I've been exploring over the last 10 years of, of being in therapy, of, of meditating, of, of thinking all these things, and um, this tool of reconnecting with, with my inner child or true self 
has started to make sense. Um, and so I journal a lot. Um, I, 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 have, I have so many journals that, that are half filled in, but I've, I've been doing it consistently and, and doing meditation. Um, meditation and la allowing it to just, just be thoughts and not have an expectation of it. Um, and something from the, the reading that I wanted to pull out is reparenting at my own pace. And so when I started ACA at the beginning of this year, you know, the literature can say, you know, get a sponsor right away. Like, even if it's temporary, you know, start the steps, but don't do it alone. And I did it at my own pace. And I found months in a, a sponsor who I relate to a lot um, in identity. And I'm really happy that I did it at that pace instead of just um, just doing it right away. And that's my journey. Um, I guess something that I'll say about the true self is I have to think also um, the true self, I think of the promises, um, specifically the promise that we will discover our real identities by loving and accepting ourselves and, and underline, underline, underline real identities because I think about my social identities, my ethnic identities, and then I think about my, my true self and, and my, my ACA self, my, my inner children. I think I have many inner children. I have my teen. I have the, the little cute ACs that you saw on the pictures printed out. Um, and, and I'm always trying to reconnect with them because the false self is, is still so strong because of the ways that I was raised. Um, and so I just wanted to take the, the last minute to, to say ways that I, I do reconnect with my, my inner child true self, um, some repeated from the reading. Uh, I wrote my inner, my true self, my inner child loves to sing, loves to play, loves to be silly. Um, because I, I was seen as a, a mature child, um, serious child. I think on some of the photos I shared, there's a melancholy look that just really guts me when I see that child. Um, but I also love that child. And, you know, I think the biggest thing that I continue to, to mull on and, and hold close to my heart is that I don't need to be afraid to to connect with things that I once considered childish or corny or silly. And so I am meditating. I am, you know, journaling with my left hand. I'm being silly. I'm singing songs. Sometimes I'll look up a specific year from like middle school or high school to like listen to music from that time. And I'm, and I access um, my child that way. And I really appreciated finding that passage in the big red book. So to close, I just want to reread that promise that I mentioned. We will discover our real identities by loving and accepting ourselves. Thank you for having me do service. Um, I'm very grateful, and I can't wait to hear from all of you. Thank you.